Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season 2 of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, The Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. The first thing is Hirab. Allah SWT created you. Once he created you, then you should not worship anyone other than him. That's what you love really. He's your Rabb. No one is your Rabb. He's the one who made you. He's the one who made whole universe. Everything. You see how nice they're thinking. These two, they don't have revelation. But thinking properly. It may help them that they realize that Allah is Rabb. He must be Allah. Then certainly, if you believe in anyone else, you are in a, in a, not right. If we say, then Allah other than Allah, then we have said something which is shatat. Shatat means exceeding the limit. Shatat means when you basically outrageous, meaning it's so such a big mistake. Shatat means too much far away from the truth. If we say that Allah other than Allah, it's such a big lie. Like for example, if a, if a child knows his mother, and then no, no, she's not my mother, my mother is something else. Everybody not in lie really. And people will think that do, don't you think properly? She's your mother, she looks after you. You are in her house. The other woman, she does not look after you, she does not give anything to you. This is the woman who waits for you, you in the night. You look, live in the house and you say, no, your mother is somewhere else. Or maybe you make a, a picture of a woman in your house and say, this is my mother, tell me. And every day you respect this picture. And your mother who looks after you, you say, no, no, you are not my mother, this is my mother. Tell me who can be more stupid than this person. This really clearly going far away, too far away. Allah is the one who created you, the one who looks after you, all the things. And you think, no, I'm going to worship this idol, I, sun and moon. I'm going to worship sun and moon. Really shut up. Shut up means exceeding the limit, going too far. In, in, it, not even really stupidity, it's too much stupidity. It is, it is really similar to that really. It basically, that you leave your mother and then you find a nice picture. And I said, this is my mother. And worship this, this picture. And obey her. Don't obey your mother. Tell me. People will think that you have mind. Are you a clever person? You're more stupid than anybody else. Similarly, when people are Allah is the creator. And you said, no, I'm going to worship this idol. I'm telling Indian people that are so clever. You can tell you that, you know, you, Hindu, you know, many of you know, that's clever people. You know, the scientists, philosophers. India always have been in the center of learning and knowledge and all those things. Really, I mean, the same people who are so clever, professors and all those things, they come to the temple and worship the idols. There will be a question. These people, they question every single thing about. They really make research. They have to study, they think. But when it comes for the basic thing of the, of, the, of the life, they don't know who their Lord is. They worship the idols. Who they know, everybody makes with their hand. Idols, you make your hand. With your hand, they don't exist anywhere. And if somebody breaks them, nothing will happen. They can't harm you. They know these things. That's why people steal the idols. If the idols are God, how can you steal them? But in India, it happens very often. If sometimes they, they made you know, idols with gold or silver or something like that, so people come in the thieves come and they steal. Thieves know that they are not gods. So at least thieves, thieves are more believers than many professors in India. Because they know they are, because that's why they steal them. In, if the thieves know that they are God, they will be scared. They will fear. They will not come near to them. Like many, many people in our time, they think, you know, so and so, this lady, she is possessed by a jinn. So they have so much scare, they cannot come in front of her. They, you cannot leave somebody with a, with a lady who is uh, 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 possessed by a jinn. 
that there's so much difficulty, there's so much fear. This is not true, but this is how people believe. When people believe falsely, they're scared. So these professors, they're scared of the idols. But thieves, they're not scared. So I think thieves will enter paradise before the professors. At least they know the position of these idols. They know they, are, you know, they have no value. So, لَقَدْ قُلْنَا إِذَا الشَّطَطَ هَاُولَاءِ قَوْمُنَ اتَّخَذُوا مِن دُونِهِ آلِهَا You see, this is how true believers are. True believers, when they get the truth, they want their people to share them. But we people, we do not like that. The thing really, that we, have, we are believers, and our neighbors are English people, wise people, many of them, they are not believers. Do you really think for them? Do we think how to save them from the fire affair? I am from India really, and one of the things, you know, one, you know, Indian lady, she was uh, talking with me. I was saying that Indian Muslims, they lived in India for more than thousand years. But we never made serious effort to introduce the religion to wider population. Never, never really. If we had made some, some effort, most of the people had been Muslim. Indian people love religion. Indian people by their nature really, they worship, they want to worship. They want to worship. If they get true religion, they will, they will get it. But Muslims never made effort. Muslim rulers were only interested to rule power and majesty and all those things and Muslims they were only interested in their own you know their own enjoyment we never made serious effort to introduce the religion to the people whoever became Muslim it is their own effort Allah guided them but there never has been serious effort to introduce Islam to them even now really, you know Muslims have never made effort to learn in Hindu language and to preach Islam in that language now people start learning some Hindu language they used, used to you know you learn our language so Muslims used to have in the past Persian language if Hindu wants to know anything, he has to learn Persian language or Arabic. Later on, they got Urdu language. Now, Hindu have to learn Urdu language. But Muslims never made effort to learn their own language, the language of those people. So they never make effort to teach them properly, preach them. Muslims in India, they know more about Judaism and Christianity than they know about Hinduism. Like we are from Madrasa, we learn in Madrasa. We, in Madrasa, we learn about what Jews, Jews are, who Christians are, what their beliefs are. But we live among Hindus, I don't really know what Hindus, Hindus are. We just, you know, superficially, we don't ever learn properly, seriously, who Hindus are, whether they are coming from, we never learn. The Hindu, Muslims never realize that Hindus also deserve something. The Muslims learn about Jew, Jews and Christians, but not their own This is very bad manner, really. Very, and Allah will ask in the Day of Judgment. It is very, very bad manner. Once you know the truth, your concern should be to save the people from the fire of it. That's how this law, they say, هَاُولَاءِ قَوْمُنَ اتَّخَذُوا مِن دُونِهِ آلِهَا These are our people, they have made, you know, آلَدَ لَلَّهِ عَذِي اللَّهِ They worship something else. You see, they make a fact, they want to explain to them, لَوْلَا يَأْتُونَ عَلَيْهِمْ بِسُلْطَانِ بَيِّنْ Why don't they bring clear argument over these guys? فَمَنْ أَظْلَمُ مِنْ مَنْ اِسْتَرَعُ اللَّهِ كَذِبًا Who can be more wrongdoer than those who invent lie against Allah. So anyway, actually, you know, uh, I didn't do enough mention Allah. You have to be faster. One thing also I, I, I should have emphasized really. In the story of uh, people of Kev, Allah said Rashada. And sometimes Quran actually mentioned Rashada anyway in the Surah of Jinn. And the story of Ibrahim said it Rushida. To understand properly the difference. In Arabic language, when the Fatha comes in the middle, then meaning becomes more like moving, haraka, thinking, doing. And when Sukun comes, it will more something settled properly. So Allah gave Ibrahim Rushd, meaning it settled with them. Ibrahim is not for a very beginning, settled properly thinking of. Rashada means what they are asking Allah that whenever any matter of you know, thinking comes, at that moment, guide us, make us to think. That's the important thing, to make us to move, Rashada. But Rushd is something permanent, something more settled. 
So that Ibrahim is from Allah Subhanahu wa very beginning Allah Subhanahu wa gave him mind for every single matter he used to think these people they ask Allah Subhanahu wa they are also thinker but they ask Allah Subhanahu wa whenever any difficulty comes problem can happen make us to think rightly to make a right decision because you know, sometimes you can make a wrong decision and you can have problem so make to make us to have a right decision and that should be dua for us every all the time make effort to worship Allah Subhanahu wa make worship to worship him call people to Islam at the same time ask Allah oh Allah make us to have a right decision Many problems happen to Muslims in this world because we made a stupid decision. Many, many times. Many, many times come to the end. That's why the problems happen in Syria, in Iraq, in Egypt. Our wrong decisions. The way we decided, the way we made decisions, so many mistakes. Now we are learning, but it is too late. We should have trusted Allah. We should have asked Him, oh Allah, guide us to make right decisions. We took actually so many wrong decisions and now we are suffering. So many, all the countries, even in this country, the way we behave really, Every time the life of the believers here comes more and more difficult. Every time a problem happens, we don't learn how to behave. We make an attitude and we make a behavior which makes life even more difficult. Think properly that you know, if we keep behaving like that, not thinking, the space that Allah has given us, the space will become more and more narrow. If you want the space to grow, the way to listen to Allah, so to obey Him and think properly and use the space properly. Anyway, I stop it here, inshallah. If you have any questions, please ask. Questions? Um, brother, you had a question, eh? Wait, wait a second. You said Sinin is Jamma uh, Qilla. So, Sinin, the form Sinin, Sinin yes. is a, it's for between three and Jama, nine. You know, if you know, in Arabic language we have Jamma called Jamma al Mudakkara Salim, which comes with Wow and Noon. Like Muslimun, Muslimuna. Saimun Saimuna. So Jamal Mudakkar is Salim, is Jamal Tilla, except it is Alif Lam before it. Or Mudaf. It is Al Muslimuna, it is different. Al Muslimuna because either main numbers are possible. But Muslimuna means only few Muslims. Okay, so Sunin is Qilla then? Yeah, Qilla. But you said except if it has, so when the number comes, you go for the number. But in the first instance, it's, there was no number. Do we no only? Number. But it is referring to that that which comes later on. This summary of the story. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala summarizes the story to some tenses. Then details are coming. Okay. This sinin is not not independent. This sinin refers to that number. So we only understand that sinin through the yeah, second yeah, sinin. Yeah. Okay. But another anyway, the problem already is there. That how many years they lived. So we don't. It will come in later on. But Sanin with the number can go for any number. Without the number, it will be only 3 to 10 or 3 to 9. I'll let someone else ask and then if there's no more questions. Sorry? I have, lo- I have three more, but I'll let other people ask. Okay, yeah, yeah. no, sure. um, can you comment on uh, the connection between the first 10 ayat of Surah Al-Kaf and the Hadith which says uh, it um, gives you protection from the fitna of the Jal? Yeah, because you can see really, because this is these verses that they open your eyes. They remove all the uh, all the curtains from your eye. What the jar does? What the jar is? The jar is the one who puts curtains on the eye of people. So they see the things not as they are, different from what they are. So he will make people think that he grows the things. He is the Lord. Like magician. What does magician do? Magician makes you to think, look at the things with their eyes. So that the jar does. So when you read these verses, then your eyes become sharper. You can see the things as they are. So you are not deceived by, by the jar. That's why they help and how does that tie in with modern times, for example, the time we live in today? 
so like to understand how our second application would actually like you know look like so when you are like i i'm just trying to think how how would people or how how would a person actually derive or understand what 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 i i should do in a certain situation by looking at the quran and looking at the prophet's no, life literally we are in condition when most are believers and even those who are believers they are not true believers and my friend i think properly that what is the condition of the people who are before us we have seen the quran story that the people who are unbelievers and the story of bad believers like bad israel in those conditions when a thinker a prophet comes what he teaches like ibrahim islam comes among unbelievers what he teaches musa islam comes among the believers but those believers who are actually so bad what he teaches how he raises his people what a point that what he needs to start but we people don't start from there we start where a messenger has left his people so we start where the prophet has left we don't start from where he started that is a mistake happening at the moment actually the believing community not seem like people in Medina Medina we are not believers properly so we want to follow the prophet and pattern in Medina we do mistake we don't understand his seerah properly so think properly that the conditions of our lives most people are unbelievers even the believers they are not proper believers and we have so many problems in the law, in, in our think understanding where i should start to start from from ibrahim's story to start from musa's story think really what they did first why quran says first ibrahim's story is what hanifiya ibrahim think and he make a hanif start from it my life should be first in my step should be hanifiya i should be hanif that i study everything and turn away from everything to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you make like that then islam submission will come then their life will be there always try to understand the conditions in our time what, what how can we apply the quran to their condition so first thing in which condition we are in we are in that kind of condition when people are unbelievers or believers are nearly unbelievers so certainly we need to learn more about the story of ibrahim and musa and other people other prophets is it clear yes sir clear how, how how would we actually you know the people who want to understand the quran without actually connecting it to the sunnah or the or or, or the seerah of the prophet you know they, they also say the similar thing that okay we understand from the quran we look at our context and we want to get guidance from it isn't there a kind of like you no know, how would we enj- or you know if there is one application of the guidance only or is there only one application of the guidance and how would we actually understand that what i understand from it or the action that i take that is actually as per guidance and it's not something which is my own desire no no the application can uh, differ but the first application will help you for example i tell you how the prophet sana followed the quran is actually known and abu bakr siddiq and umar farooq usman ali they learn from him so abu bakr siddiq and umar farooq they are not true copy of, of the prophet sana they are followers of the Prophet meaning that they understand the Quran and they understand how the Prophet applied then they make effort to have same intention to apply but you know no doubt they are not similar so they differ so every time the new application will keep coming but new application will only become authentic when it follows the first application you can never commit true copy of the Prophet it is not a purpose Allah the Prophet never came to make his copies he came to make to follow him the purpose of Revelation Quran was to follow the prophets the purpose was not to create copies of the prophets that we are not going to create copies of the only to create for that actually also goes against the people who want to become you know thinkers and, and professors because they think Quran has now become prophets 
the Quran does not come to make you prophet. Quran comes to make you follower of the prophet. So if you learn the Quran, you can see it. Then you have Abu Siddiq, you have Abu Siddiq, Umar and Umar. Umar can't be Abu Siddiq. Though both of them have the same reference. They refer to the same reference. No doubt about that. Still they differ. That difference will remain. But problem is when people differ in the reference, the difference will be huge and huge. Then it will not be the same thing. We want to unite people in the, in, the, in the context of the reference. A reference point for the believers always must be the Quran and the first application. Then after certainly your mind is different from my mind, your condition is different from my condition. When we apply, it will differ. You live in Kashmir and I live in, in, in Jaunapur. It will differ because your context is different. But our reference point is the same. So when you apply from your condition and I apply in my condition, though we differ in certain things, in I Allah we are same. Because we have made the same effort. So people never can be same. The condition never can be same, same, but reference points should be same. They should refer to the same, same thing. Um, Sheikh, based on what, <coughs> what we know from the Quran and Sunnah, and what we understand, um, is it a fair thing to say that the, um, based on, because of our responsibility to deliver the message of Islam, so does the salvation of non-believers in any given community, can it be dependent on the quality of the Muslims in that community. So if you know the standard of Muslims, as you say, in the modern world is very low and our iman is very low. So is this something that will go in favor of the non-believers of today when Allah is judging them? You know, the thing is, Allah says, مَا كُنَّا مُعَذِّبِينَ حَتَّى We are not going to punish people until we send messenger. Until the proof becomes very clear against the people. That's what he says. So certainly we know he will never punish people until the proof is certain against people. But we don't know when it's certain. So that's why me and you cannot decide who is going to punish and how much. We don't know really. But our duty certainly is that we must make effort to, to bring the message of Allah, tell me the message. So our, our, our way should not be to judge the people. We should not say people are going to fire a fail. Our, our effort should be to save people from the hellfire. But who is going to hellfire, Allah will decide. And we know Allah is not unjust. To any people against whom the proof is not certain, proper, Allah will not go to punish. But who is going to punish, who is not going to punish, he will decide. Not me and you. We don't know really. Because he is more merciful upon the people than, than us. And he knows who has proof, who has not proof. So that our concern should not be to discuss this. Useless discussion anyway. Unnecessary problem. Our problem only is one. That we follow the truth and we explain the truth to other people to follow. That simple thing. We must be dua. Calling to, to, to Allah's religion. That's what she's concerned. We are not concerned about that. We want to become mufti. That when you die, you go to far, hellfire. This is not our, our position. We are not actually police of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did not make us police. He, he only has made us messengers. And just, just a question I wanted to ask about. You, know, you always say, um, you know, think properly. You say this a lot. And like the this, this statement you just made a little while ago about we shouldn't look, look at what the Prophet did at the beginning, we should look at what he did at the end. Now to me that's a very profound statement, I would have never thought about that, but now that you said it, it makes a lot of sense. And so sometimes I feel that, you know, for the, for the average person, for the layman, to link the effects to the causes is not a natural thing to do, or it's an easy thing to do. And often if when we try to do that, maybe it's very superficial or it's, it's wrong. So when you say think, think properly, um, as layman, is our thinking properly just, you know, relying on the ulama to, you know, to kind of make us aware of certain things and then we, we follow them as best we can? 
or should should we be kind of being the courageous ones and trying to link these things and you know because you often say things properly and sometimes I feel like you say something and I'm like how could I have missed that you know it was so obvious that it just didn't you know, I think I'm really there. you know try to understand really why is it that Allah created everybody with a mind why is it not that he made a tribe and only the leader of the tribe had mind and everybody else had no mind why not like that why everybody has mind you know for example the, the, from the house husband and wife both fight if Allah had given only the husband and mind and wife had no mind it was so nice so peaceful life no argument no discussion but why, why Allah has met two different minds think properly reason is he wants everybody to think everybody to understand properly the guidance never can be done unless thinking is there most noble thing that people have got is thinking and that is the most you know misused thing people need, need to think properly you cannot Quran has no sense unless you think simple thing Quran not revealed to mad people you know if that mad person can understand the Quran it only can that, that one thing is training is missing really and when people go to the universities or colleges they get a certain way of thinking only they think but certain way, very superficial way they don't have courage to think differently so for example they, then they study a medical system so they think with that medical system they never raise questions they don't even think really the whole system of discipline has a sense why you cannot actually have something different completely different from this you know like in this country you have all this discipline you know there are so many other like homeopathy and this and that let's think really maybe they make more sense but people don't think they want to think within the system this is not real thinking really. real thinking not to, to be bound with the system real thinking is to challenge the system think no somebody has made the system let me challenge that let's think really no could be something different question everything no, why not different from that that Hadi Ibrahim Islam said he saw his father worshipping idol he said no let me think really my father worshipped idol for what purpose he thinks differently and he has courage to differ that is the intellectual courage of Adi Ibrahim Ibrahim has intellectual courage he can think differently and then he has a moral courage what moral courage is once you think differently, differently then teach people they have courage to teach people tell people don't, you know, don't shy some people think oh, if I said to people what people think no but if you got argument properly, tell people, challenge them. People know. The be- Allah SWT wants believers to think properly. You know, ayat, thinking, understanding, make sense of the thing. Like I said, when a child comes to the house, if he thinks, when I come to the kitchen, there's always, you know, some food. So he thinks, kitchen produces the food. This is stupid thing, you have to teach him. No, kitchen does not produce anything. Somebody make arrangement. When you live in this country, and you job and this and that, you think in England, there's always job and always life. No. Think properly, there is a system. Some people working hard behind the scene who made all this thing happen. If it collapses down, nothing will be there. You make people to think in your house, you know, your family, everywhere else. So that's a whole universe. It is not, it, I know. Someone made the sun. It's not the sun. So when you ask a child, go and make, make a cup of tea. And he said, it's so easy, I can make a cup of tea. No, I can ask my youngest daughter to make tea. She can make tea. So think it. But think really, can you, can you make a tea? When you make a tea, you cannot make a cup of tea unless the whole universe is there. Can people make tea without the sun? Someone made the sun, then it is easy for you to make tea. Can, can you make tea without the earth being there? Someone made the whole earth, then it is easy for you to make tea. So think properly. Tea that you said is so easy. How it came? It is so easy, but someone made the whole thing, whole context behind it. Then it becomes easy for you. That's what people need to think really. So when the, when the prophets teach people, they have beginning and they have end. To always teach people that you, you have to always start from the beginning. You don't start from the top. 
if you want to make your, do- your son a doctor, you don't take him to a medical hospital and give him all the instruments and say, you know, you're a doctor. No, you ask him, start from Alibata, alphabets, and then you start growing one class, then one day after 20 years become doctor. Start from beginning. Quranic ways to teach people to start from beginning. But people's ways to start people to teach from the top. So when you start from top, where you go? You go down. You come to the point, to the zero point. Then what happens? You fall down. The way is start from the zero point and keep moving. Then you learn properly. So prophets teach people from the zero, from, from nothing. And then they move them. But we people have nothing and we want to become, behave like Aukar Siddiq. To behave like Aukar Siddiq, you need to have something like him. People want to say, we want to have Khilafah like Umar Khattab. You know, it's easy to say. But do you know what, do you know what Umar Khattab means? Do you know who's, who, who were his people? If you don't have Umar Khattab's people, you cannot run the world like Umar Khattab. You will fail. Like Abi Talib, Ali also wanted to rule the world like Umar Khattab. He failed. The reason is because his people were not the same people. His people now change to different people. If, if you want to become Umar without Umar's people, you will fail. If you want to be Umar, you have to make effort to produce Umar's people. You need a prophet, you need a Siddiq, two generations. Then you become Umar Khattab. Without the Prophet without Abu Siddiq, you never can have Umar Khattab's people. It's impossible. It never can happen. It never happened in history. Uh, this is probably from another uh, seminar on uh, women praying um, in the mosque or not. But uh, why, why um, in Hanafi Mazhab that women uh, don't pray together um, in Jamaat just when it's all women? They say that, no, we have to pray separately. Because if they can't go to the masjid, uh, then when will they ever pray together? You know, you know there's a thing that the whole thing is really Hanafi Madhah has been misunderstood. The idea is they want to have unity as the believers. They want all the believers to pray together. There should be no difference between rich people and poor people, between Urdu people and Bengali people. All the people have same mosque, pray behind them. No difference between men and women. If they allow the women to have their own jama'ah, then this meeting will happen. Women have their own jama'ah, men have their own jama'ah. If they allow, you know, khutbah in Bengali language, then Pakistani people have their own Urdu khutbah. That happened at the moment. We want the prayer to be united behind the same imam. That idea, that's why they don't like women to make their own jama'ah. They pray behind the imam. But now, in our time, they don't, they say it is makhluk to have women's jama'ah, and at the same time, they don't allow the women to go to the mosque. So tell me, what they will do? This problem is not from Hanafi mother, it is power for the people. The reason they did not like it because they wanted to encourage everybody to pray behind the same Imam. Like we have prayed now in those prayers, everybody from behind the same Imam. Now if somebody asks me, can women make their own Jama'ah? I say no. Women's Jama'ah here in Makru because you know, divine the new community. If we can pray together, why you separate them? So the reason people who do not like women to have their own Jama'ah because it will encourage them to separate from the community. But certainly they say, if time can happen, when they have missed Jama'ah, and now they cannot get Jama'ah in the Masjid, so certainly there are few women, there are no men, they can make their own jama'ah, people allow, Aisha has nothing to do, so certainly, but we don't encourage very often, because encouraging means, then you cut them from the mosque. But now you can ask, but mosque already does not allow them anyway. So you have to, you have to reform the society, you have to reform it. They don't even pray inside the house with a with a man leading, they just don't pray in jama'ah. Yeah, people should, the, the jama'ah, prayer should be happening in jama'ah, either in the mosque, and in not the mosque, the women can make their own jama'ah. Prayer should be happening, Jama'ah. The father prayer. Sheikh, when you said um, that we should challenge uh, the system and we should think and question everything, 
what about people when they question the validity of Islam and you know the validity of Islam yeah. you know they question it's Islam itself and its rules and regulations even Muslims yeah. so how where do you, where do we draw the line in stop you know like questions no, 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 people have full freedom to ask any question we want people to believe knowingly and to only believe knowingly and let actually people who ask questions about Islam itself I respect them more I think they are thinkers let's help them one day they will not Islam, Islam makes sense anyway so once people want to get sense they will become believers those Muslims who don't ask questions they are a problem because anybody can mislead them but those who question they are the one who we should respect if anybody thinks he will believe this religion I like the story of Muhammad Asad he was a Jew and he became Muslim from, from Poland and during the second world war he was in the prison in confinement in India so he said Christian missionaries used to come and preach the prisoners you know Christianity so one of them, some of them found out that I was a Jew and became Muslim. They are so shocked that how a Jew become Muslim? You know, can become Christian, but how Muslim? So they came to me and they said, we are very shocked that how you become Muslim? He said, no, you have not lost time. If you convince me, I can become Christian. They become so happy and they started explaining to me, well, you know, I, I asked questions about Trinity and this and that. They become tired one day, second day, third day. They couldn't explain anything to me. Then they said to me, you know, the way you believe, then you will understand. He said, this is exactly why I become Muslim. Islam says, First understand, then believe. This is religion. Religion is to understand, think. It is religion of the human nature. It is religion of the mind. Think. So we are always people who don't ask questions. We are not scared of that. We know if you, uh, if you use one mind properly, you will guide it. If people think properly, they will be guided, inshallah. That is how Allah made the world. So we are, you know, the people who ask questions about Islam itself, they are more respected. Let them ask questions, inshallah, one day we will be guided. How do you relate materialism with the child? Is only the effect of it that uh, materialism makes us uh, see things the way they're not, the way they? I mean, you know. Uh, so, what's the relationship between the child? And you know what happens when you don't think yourself, and anybody else think for you do, then you believe in the glory and greatness of that person until you reverse so much, respect so much, and you think like scientists in our time. We are not scientists. So when scientists say something, we have so much respect for them. So after a while, even things we just say, which is fiction in science, even that we believe, respect. Because there's so much respect for the, for the science. We don't actually differentiate what is true science and what is culture of the science. Sometimes they have that right culture. We don't differentiate so much respect. So when the materialism grows and the people start thinking certain way and they're relying on certain thinkers, then what happens, whatever they say, they rely. And they, <coughs> their own thinking has no meaning. So the jar will come really in a time when you know he will be the, like on the top of that. So he will basically will use those technology and he will make things to grow. And you think, oh, he he commands. He, I mean, at, at our time, science is still not so much. But he will say to the earth, earth, grow. It will grow. It is not his God. He uses certain technology, something he has developed, and he will say, and it will grow. And sometimes you know he can kill a person and make it alive, and people can see. So people think, oh, his God. If people have true eye. They can understand he's making up. He's a liar. But when people don't understand properly, they believe. That's why people believe in magic. Many people actually believe magicians are gods. They worship them. People worship Shaitan. So, you know, you can think Shaitan makes trick and people worship him. So similarly, people worship Dajjal is the biggest fitna of the universe since Adam has been created until the last time. There has been no fitna, no trial for humanity worse than Dajjal. Try to understand. And Dajjal only succeeds in those times when people are weak. If Dajjal had come in the time of the Prophet Muhammad, he would have failed. Nobody believed in him. But he will come in time when people become superficial, stupid, not thinking, no understanding, they believe in him. All of you can see really, if these people 
bad leaders are followed by stupid people. People who think they never follow them. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org/donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.